The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Throughout the course of our lives, there are events and days that are seared into our memory, that we can remember almost every little thing about those games, those events, those days. And one of those days for me is December 27, 2006. I was in Rome, and that day I got to go tour the Vatican and see St. Peter's Basilica. Early in the morning, I got to St. Peter's and went to the 6 a.m. Mass, which is the earliest I got up in college if I didn't have to work. After the Mass, I got a tour of the Vatican um, Museums, the Sistine Chapel, and St. Peter's Basilica, had lunch, and then in the afternoon, I had a tour of the Scavi, the excavations of the necropolis under St. Peter's Basilica, where the Apostle Peter is buried. It was an incredible event, an incredible day, and then it even got better. Because after that, they let you off kind of into the side of the catacombs down there. And right as I turned the corner was St. John Paul II's tomb. Because this was right about a year and a half after he died. He hadn't been brought up to the main nave of the church. And there he was. This saint who had come to St. Louis when I was a young, a young kid. Who had inspired me in his just faithfulness and love. And I got to see it and pray at his tomb. And then I went up into the main church and I went to confession. And it was the first time I'd been to confession in a while. And if you've ever been to St. Peter's, the confessionals are way up toward the altar. And so it's a long walk out of the church. And I just had this amazing experience in confession. Of the confessions I've had in my life, and I've had a lot of them as a, as a penitent, not as a confessor, but as a penitent, I went and I, I, it was just incredible. And I, I don't know if I walked or ran or flew out of that church. I was just on fire. And it was sunset as I walked out onto St. Peter's Square. And I just had this amazing sense of peace. And I just knew, I didn't know exactly what it meant, but I just knew that God was calling me in some way to serve. I didn't know what that meant at that time. And I'd love to tell you that that day is the reason that I'm here today, that everything changes the result of that day. 
But in reality, the 18 months that followed that day were without doubt the most debaucherous and sinful of my entire life. You laugh, but it wasn't funny. And it isn't funny, because I had heard what God said in my heart, and I basically spit in God's face. I said, I don't want that. I want to keep doing what I'm doing, which is going to Mass on Sunday and then doing whatever I want the rest of the week. And yet, here's the beauty of our God, is that He is a zealous God. He doesn't just walk after us. He chases us down. He, in the gospel, goes to where the apostles are, speaks in their language, and invites them into union with him, into discipleship, into a life that is changed and a life that is changing always for the better. And it's so wonderful and marvelous to be able to stand here before you today, not because I worked really hard or because of that moment, but because Jesus kept chasing me down. Every time I thought in those next 18 months that I had figured out, Jesus came to me and said, follow me, repent and believe. And finally, finally, he got in and I invited him in. And I stand before you today because he is a magnanimous and loving man. That he changed my life. And this is why I love the fact that in today's readings, when we get this wonderful call of the apostles, we also get the story of Jonah. And why is that? Because remember in the story of Jonah, if we all hear the word Jonah, the first thing we hear is the belly of the whale, right? Jonah was called by God to preach at Nineveh. And what does he do? He runs away. He says, not happening. That's a pagan city. They're going to kill me. He hops on a boat to cross the sea to get as far away from God as possible. And God causes a storm. And the guys on the boat are like, what's going on? Why don't the gods love us? And they look at Jonah and they're like, you did something to make God mad. And they throw him into the water. And a fish eats him up. Does Jonah convert? Nope. The fish literally drops him on the shore, spits him out of his mouth. And then and only then, Jonah says, Okay, Lord, I will follow. I will do what you ask. And so no matter what your story is, no matter where you are, if you're a Jonah or if you're one of the apostles who has heard the call of God and followed after it wholeheartedly, the Lord is asking each of us today to do exactly what is necessary to follow him. And what does that mean? It means that there are no more half steps. There are no more half measures. To follow God is a full-hearted decision. And anything is possible. And then and only then will we know God. Will we truly know peace? Will beauty have real meaning and purpose in our lives? Jesus doesn't start the gospel by saying, come on whenever you're ready, I'll wait here. He says, repent and believe. Why? Because St. Paul tells us in the second reading, the world is passing away. The time is coming to the end. And now you're probably thinking to yourself, is Father going to preach about hell? Is Father going to preach about you know, the second coming, that it's nigh? The answer is no to that. But those things are both real. 
The answer is, is that the reason that the world is passing away, the reason that our time is short, is that God wants us to live a joy-filled and fruitful life right now. He wants this life to have all meaning, all purpose, all goodness, beauty, and truth in it. But we need to work with him. We need to say yes. We need to hop out of whatever we're doing and to follow after him. Because when we do that, all things are possible. Jonah in one day converted a pagan city preaching what was probably a very unpopular message. The world is going to end for you. It's going to be destroyed. And they repented. The apostles preached that a man rose from the dead and that the lifestyle of this world is not the life that God created to you. And it changed the world. To follow Christ is not simply just to believe, but to live that life. To live with conviction to recognize that he has called me individually. You don't need to go to Rome to meet God. God meets you right here. Not only that, but God feeds you in the Eucharist and God gives you directly his mercy by speaking the words of absolution and confession. You don't need to go somewhere else. God loves you where you are and he wants to make you even better. When I made my final vows, my solemn vows of the Dominican in 2014, I'd been a Dominican for five years. And after I professed that I would be poor, chaste, and obedient, and the words at the end are, until death, I went back down to my pew. I looked up at the crucifix and I said to the Lord, I have given you everything, Lord. And it was the first time in my life that I was truly free. And you know what the Lord showed me in that next day? that in a regular day, he gives me more than I could ever give him. Our Lord is that generous. Our Lord loves us that much. And he comes to us today, and he asks, he invites, repent, believe, come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Come after me, and I will give you a life that you could never get on your own or by your own devices. Repent, believe, follow, and I will give you peace, and I will give you joy.